0: Smoothie King, rule the day.
2: Hello, good evening and welcome to the red reaction after Liverpool... Well, didn't bother our arse showing up to play Real Madrid. And we got our arses handed to us 3 uh, 1. I'm the host tonight, Keith. And I'm joined by Grays and Avi. Lads, how are you?
3: Yeah, good, good.
2: As well as, as can be expected yeah. after tonight. More, more upbeat than I was expecting, Avi. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. And Grays, mm. what about yourself?
4: I'm right, pal. Good. You're lucky You're right. seen just, me. Yeah, just had a bit of cake. Um, yeah. Topping it off with some uh, milk. Not tea. Yeah. Dog. Get me in the mood. I needed some energy um sort of to, to come onto the show today. I think yeah. we all needed it. It's a hard sell, this one. It's a hard sell. It's one of these things
2: that you know you 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 do these shows and when we're winning it's all great, it's all roses and high fives all around. And then you yeah. come on after nights like this, but we still have to do it. Um so yeah, Liverpool. Absolutely woeful tonight, lads. Let's not beat around the bush on this. It was um, a stark reminder of the form we've displayed all season. Uh, I personally thought we had turned a corner after the last few games, including Leipzig and then into into the, the Premier League games where we looked to have played a bit better. But the, the, the tempo wasn't there. The rhythm wasn't there. Um, we've got a super chat in straight off the bat from King Rich. Uh, it's on Klopp, same midfield as Villa and Nabby gets hooked again. Well, Rich, we will come on to, um, We'll come on to this as the show goes on um, about the team selection, about um, Klopp's role and certainly about Navi Um, So thank you very much for the super chat. We appreciate that greatly. Um, but we will talk about those things as they come. But I just want to start with the lads there with the uh, team selection. Avi, I'm going to start with you. What did you make of the lineup and were you surprised? Were you happy?
4: A very good choice Aby. to go to Avi first because, um, if yeah. he doesn't, if yeah, if he doesn't out him, I will. Out himself
3: that's fine, f- that's fine. Um, yeah, I was on a pod on Saturday and I thought, um, I had an inkling that Navi would start against Madrid, funnily enough, but that was more <laughs> sort of hope and positivity and just saying, yeah, it was more of a joke, but yeah, lo and behold, he actually did start, um, which was a bit weird. Um, I thought the jotter inclusion was a bit weird for me too. I thought he would have gone with Bobby just for that extra protection because we know how the midfield three operate. But no, he went with Jota, Salah and Mane and yeah, unfortunately the first half was uh, was an absolute stinker from us.
2: Yeah, it really was. Grizz, what about yourself? Team selection, happy? And now think at the beginning, not in hindsight so you yeah. when you're seeing it at the start.
4: Yeah, yeah. No, I can't get away from it. I tweeted, um, these were my exact words, I think my exact words, um, um yeah the most uh, sort of highest energetic midfielders that we've got makes sense because we're going to try to press the life out of them and the quickest forwards we've got to press their center backs. Um I was very wrong but my mistake doesn't mean shit. Uh Klopp was very wrong and it means everything. There lies the difference. Um I was happy with the lineup I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we should, uh, we, uh, no. We, uh, there was, you know, a barring our two centre-backs, uh, fifth or sixth choice, or sixth and seventh maybe even, that was that was probably as good as team we can put out, you know, give or take Tiago for yeah. Nabi, which turned out to be crucial. What I will say, what I will say was I was 100% surprised with Nabi starting. So even though the teams came out and I saw the teams and I thought, mm, this could work, I could see the logic behind it, I could see it making sense in theory, I was 100% surprised. And especially the person that was taken out of it was Thiago because Thiago is our most quickest of thought yeah. up here as a central midfielder. And we were playing up against not thoroughbreds in terms of up and down, box to box, your physical presses. We were up against three of the smartest central midfielders in world football. And it showed. It showed. Um, I'm sure we're going to go on to it. But just to put, uh, answer to your original question, I was okay with it, but I was very surprised with Naby uh, starting.
2: Yeah, my take on it was I was happy enough as well, but again, Thiago missing out, I wasn't happy with, and I would have gone with Genie missing out. Um, I think, I think Genie hindsight's oh, a great thing, and I'm going to lay into Genie as this show goes on. Let me just quickly
4: oh, answer. Let me just quickly ask Mister Mohammed Mansoor, where did I make an excuse? I haven't made any excuse. There you go, centre back excuse from Grizz. Real didn't have Ramos and Varane. I, I actually just praised their midfield and I said, I haven't said nothing about our excuse, but yeah. anyway.
2: You, I, I think what he's just meaning is, you said, apart from the fact that we hadn't, we had haven't got our first choice, and that's, fact. Choice and that's, that's fact. not an excuse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I, fact. it's certainly not an excuse. Um, it is a fact. Uh, but yeah, the team lineups, looking at it when it came out, I thought, right, the, the glare in the mission was Thiago. Um, and I think it was, should have been Thiago Win for Genie personally. But, I can understand the thought, the logic of playing Naby Keita against a midfield like that. But when you play a uh, midfield of Naby Keita, of Fabinho and of Gini Wijnaldum, you expect one thing from them. Um, Grizz, I'm going to stay with you on this. You expect one thing from a midfield like that and it's work rate. You're up against, as you've touched on there, Modric, Cruz, Casemiro. They're not the quickest players but they are three of the most clever players. The ball they get the ball. They know how to use the ball. So what you don't want to do is let them have the ball and let them do what they want with it and let them fill their boots. <sighs> you know, we we just played into their hands, and and it was as I said, it was a sign of the bad times we've been having. There was no intensity in the in the team from the first minute. Uh, how did you think we started the game, Avi? No, Sorry, I'll go go to Avi. I'll go to Avi. I thought you were frozen there, Grizz.
3: I thought our passing, our cohesion in the middle was extremely poor. I saw Genie misplace three passes in the first 15 minutes and that sort of set the tone in that first half. Um, Naby was strolling around. He wasn't really pressing until Courtois had possession of the ball. Then he would push up a little bit. But Fabinho was left chasing shadows. I thought Fabinho was actually poor today, his positioning. But on the, on the whole, that midfield, it was dreadful. It misplaced passes, trying things where in the, in the last two games against Wolves and Arsenal, we've been trying to keep it simple, trying to keep it precise. But today we were trying things where it just wasn't going off for us. And the first half, the, the mistakes obviously was alternatively Cruz playing the ball over the top, which was effective. It wasn't pretty, but it was effective. And they scored from two mistakes. Um, but I thought the tempo that Modric and Cruz and Casemiro had implemented, you know, they... They're clever footballers. You can see the intricate passes that Cruz plays with Modric and vice versa. You know, Modric is moving from left to right, left to right. Cruz is that player predominantly in that centre circle, spraying those passes. And Casemiro today, I saw Casemiro in the second half going for- forward, going further forward than he usually does. You know, he usually likes to sit back. But yeah. I saw him and they 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 literally had a field in the first half, probably patches of the second half too, but especially in the first half.
4: We actually, yeah. we actually, we actually gave them the best... Easiest half of the season, probably. Yeah, 100%. no word of a lie, no word of a lie. Honestly, especially never mind a Champions League quarter final, that might as well have been Granada or Levante out there. They and 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 Madrid, Madrid. It wasn't even the Madrid of the pomp. Look, there's two ways of. There's three ways of setting up in midfield when you're trying to defend. So, so one is the one that we use. Utilize is the gegenpress. The second is a blanket defense when you drop right on top of your your center backs and you just make it like you know the the park the bus phrase is often used and the third one is the one madrid showed us today and that's by keeping the ball away from your opponents you just keep your just keep the ball starve them of the ball and 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 when we did try to press it was sporadic it was not in uniform it was individual press maybe from here and there it was totally, totally opposite of what we'd done against Arsenal and Leipzig. Against Leipzig, we I thought their coach had a shocker because against that gegenpress, Press, he still tried to play football. Zidane, the demise of Zidane is, was way too early from our fans and of this Madrid team. Oh, they're finished. Oh, we were, you know, kids on Twitter were talking about three nils and four nils. If we don't score if we don't finish this leg in this in, the, uh, in this uh, game if tie in this game oh it's not worth it it's not worth it this real madrid aren't or haven't got the record they have in this in this uh, cup for 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 no reason i thought the way they defended their center weaker center backs let's just say i'm not saying nacho and uh, militao yeah, they're not—they're they're twice the centre backs we've got, and I don't give a shit when anyone says Phillips and Kabap have been admirable so far, but they're not a patch on uh, Militao, um, and they showed it. But even—even even with the centre backs, the midfield three showed the third way of defending, which is keeping the ball and being clever. They did not let any of our midfielders get near them. Not that our midfielders tried to get near them, which I have no answer, Keith. I don't know mm. what happened with our press from the front to the midfield.
2: Indeed, uh, Christopher Scott throws a chat in. Thanks very much, Christopher. Really concerned over Mane's form. Now we'll get on to that now in a few minutes. We, we'll build up to that, but yeah, he'll he'll be getting it as well. And look, I don't want to be coming across as overly critical. We we support all the players. We we do our best, but in performances like that, I think there has to be a few home truths have to come out about them. So we will get on to Mane's form. Um, but the first half starts now. <sighs> and Winaldam, I touched on him earlier. Genie Winaldam has been one of the best servants for Jürgen Klopp, and he's given us some of the best moments of our lives, you know what I mean? But from the first minute tonight, I don't know what what sort of performance we were getting out of Jeannie. Avi, you touched on it there. You've given the ball away two or three times at the at the start. There's a penalty claim at the beginning on moderate or free kick. Um free kick, wasn't it? It was outside the box. Um and it was a, a silly, silly... He doesn't fail, but he, he connects with him. And it's like he puts his foot into him. Like, it's a silly mistake by Genie. He just didn't seem didn't seem at it at all. And when Genie... We all know what Genie brings to the table. He's energetic and he keeps the hold of the ball and he can carry the ball. I've said it on multiple shows. He's one of the best ball-carrying midfielders in Europe. Done none of that today. A little bit in the second half, he, he started it, but soon died away. But they were... They were after getting the the near miss on the the Modric fell. There was another one on Benzema then with um Kabak again. I, I thought that one was a bit unlucky. I thought Benzema was fell and Kabak myself and and it just sort of went in. Maybe did take him down, but there was a six one half it was of another. But that's just my opinion. Madrid were getting into the game. We were chasing shadows. And that overly didn't overly bother me at the start because it's an away game in Europe. And as Grizz pointed out, you know, Madrid's form may not be, they may not be the Madrid that we were used to seeing, but it's still Real Madrid and they're still at home. And it was still going to be a, a hard enough game. So the fact they had a lot of the ball didn't really bother me. But we were doing nothing when we were getting the ball from the very start. It was It was obvious sort of where the game was going. Um and and it didn't really it didn't really change as it was going on. So we're gonna skip ahead to Liverpool by the way I just wanna read out right a few stats from the first half just before well just to give context the I'm not gonna be big enough too much of Liverpool. In the first half, Real Madrid had nine shots, we had none. They had five shots on target, we obviously had none. They had two shots off target, we had none block shots, none. We'd one corner to their four, no offsides to their two. We Zero big chances. They had four. This is in the first half. Um, counter attacks, none. Uh, shots inside the box, none. Shots outside the box, none. We'd done nothing. But we we had more passes than them in the first half. So what's that telling us? Do you know what I mean? We, we, they gave us the ball. They done what, what Brighton done to us. They done what uh, West Brom happy to do with us. They let us have the ball and then they picked us out with a long ball over the top. Now, Grizz, I'm going to come to you. The first goal happens, um, I think it's around, uh, what's it, 27 minutes. Tony Cruz picks the ball up from the, the centre-backs. He's in acres of space. What happens next?
4: give one of the greatest central midfield players in recent times, time and space. That's what happened. Mm. That's what happens. And then when you get a pacey winger, who's, you know, been criticized, but every time I see him, he's dangerous. He may not be the finished article. He may not be the polished article. He's got a lot to learn, but he's dangerous. He's quick. He's run off Trent. He's run on to Phillips. Both of them have let him go. Well, not tro- no choice in, in Phillips case. Yeah. Cruz has got time to to have a cake and a tea like me in the central midfield in a in a cup final in the opening thirty minutes. Are you taking the piss, Liverpool's midfield and forward? Um so many people clamoring for, for Jutta to start over Bobby. Um I get Jutta starting, but this is what you miss when you don't have Bobby. Yeah. These are the things that you take for granted when you start, Bobby. Um, if he's not pressing, he's leading someone else onto a press. Um, I know someone brought up Mane. I thought I know you said you were surprised with with Thiago not starting over Ginny. If I was to check, if I was to pick the team, I would have not picked Mane. And I've yeah. said it in previous shows. I think Mane's form has been atrocious, lads. Let's let's be honest. You know we discussed the long COVID possibly, whatever we, we, we are trying to make excuses for him because he's got so much credit in the bank for us. He's, an, he's been an absolute hero and a legend, Yeah, but wow, does he look out of it? And not only a few games, no pressing, no, it was his area of press. Ginny was out of it. You give, you give a world-class midfielder like Modric or Cruz time on the ball, and that's what they can do. An absolute sublime, sublime ball right to his chest. You know, uh, you could even say Alisson was left in no man's land a little bit because he came out and he was, you know, then he had to revert, you know, he tried to check his position in goal and the, the early yeah. shot caught him out. I'm not going to blame Alisson per se, but a simple, a, a very un, uh, unlike Madrid goal. That was like a, I don't know, you see that kind of in the Premier League, like just mm. a ball over the top. No need for intricacy in midfield. No need for Benzema dropping and linking the play. They've done the basics absolutely professionally.
2: Um, Avi, the goal—it's—it's it's a great goal. If we look at the, you know, take a Liverpool blinkers blinkers off, it's—it's it's a great goal. It's, the, you know, you put a ball like that on a plate on a sixpence, and Vinicius has got a bit to do You know, he takes it down lovely and he finishes it, but. Trent should be on the cover there, in my opinion. Now, I'm not trying to, you know, dictate what you guys say on this, but um, it was poor from Trent, and it, it's something that, um, to me, Madrid targeted that. So obviously, it's the the one the all teams will always target. The Trent Phillipsoid, and the ball in between the centre back and the the full back is one that they'll always try and use. Madrid were trying to use it tonight. Uh, Do you you think there's any blame, am I being too harsh on Trent and and to a lesser extent Phillips, or is all the credit to Madrid for just taking, you know, finding the opportunity and absolutely nailing it?
3: The problem is when you give a player of Cruz's ilk, he'll pinpoint and his accuracy at passing a ball, it's sublime. He played a what, 40-yard pass, 45-yard pass, and it literally got, hit Benicius right on the two pence where he wanted it, and... I thought, it was I thought Phillips could have done a lot better. I thought there was a bit of a distance between him and Vinicius, who I thought was man of the match today for Real Madrid. He actually... Phillips,
4: Phillips was never going to catch up with... How is it Phillips' fault? Phillips will never be level with a foot race in Vinicius. He won't be. Trent Good should have be. been chasing him. The damage was. is done
3: by then. The damage is done by Avi. But, th- but that first touch that Vinicius takes essentially on his chest, Phillips could have been a lot closer than he was. After that, yeah, he's chasing shadows. You're not going to chase Vinicius, right? You're not. But I think it's harsh on Trent for the first one. I think we'll come to the second round, but it I, it bodes. It, it stems from how much space did we give Cruz to let that pass go? We gave him ample space, not just for the first goal. We saw it how many times in the first half. We gave him ample space to play that pass. So where was this press? Where was the Naby? Where was the Genie? Hence, I thought Genie and Naby they kept switching in the first half. Who was on the forward press? Who was on the back press? There was no one. They were confused. Hence, you know, they were found in no man's land time and time again in the first half. So it essentially stems from the first position from when Cruz has that ball and he pings it. Then after that, it's uh, Vinicius catches Alison. I can't, I, I don't think there should be any blame on Alison for that first goal. It just, he just hits it nice, crisp, and it goes in. I think you've yeah. got a hand to it, I think. But yeah, it just goes in. Yeah, Keith, it's a lovely goal. Keith, Keith, yeah. before
4: you move on, I want to ask your opinion because, you know, you're a football man and you like the tactical side of things, right? But honestly, I'm I'm baffled tonight. I'm baffled, Keith. So Klopp has obviously been thinking about this game for a while and there must be a strategic plan. There must be, you know, he must have some thought into how he's going to sort of implement his game plan. And he must have seen this Madrid team play how many, God knows how many times in his analysis. Yeah. What was the thinking behind not playing Bobby away from home because Bobby's at his best, in my opinion, away from home in a Champions League tie and, 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 and not playing Tiago. You're two players that are involved or heavily involved in controlling the ball and the linking of the midfield yeah. to the attack, which was the two things that we were missing.
2: Yeah. Uh, Grizz, great point as usual by Yourself. Um, it's an excellent point because you you you've hit the nail on the head there. The two players that you'd want in that game are Bobby and Thiago because they move the ball the quickest. Right, Thiago moves it the quickest in midfield. He he moves the. The people say he slows us down. He doesn't slow us down. He gets the ball. He's moving it. He's constantly trying to pick holes. And Bobby, for all that is false, that he doesn't score enough goals. He gels it together and he comes back in. I can't understand Klopp's thinking behind. I can understand them putting in Jota, right? Because Jota is the, the hot hand at the moment, but not for Bobby. And that's the, that's the thing uh, that I can't understand. The, the team selection. I'm going to come on to Jürgen Klopp in a while, right? Because he got a lot wrong tonight, but. I'm with you, Grizz. I can't understand not playing Bobby and Tiago in that game. Uh, I, I just don't. I just don't get it. in In a game of that magnitude against a team like that, if you're going to play a high line, which we obviously tried to play tonight, and you don't press, you're asking for trouble. And if you're going to go in there and you're not going to, you're not going to press from the very front, as you've touched on there. Bobby Firmino does it. He. he 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 hurries, he hassles, he gets into defenders. What well, Nacho and um, Militeau didn't want tonight it was somebody harassing them and he didn't and get it because nobody went near them. So he did miss a beat on that. But I can't get, you know, the team selection. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Looking at it at the time, I would be of the same opinion. Mane, we're going to come on to him. A lot of people are asking about him. His form is is worrying at the moment. Ramez has another super chat in here. Thanks very much, Ramez. I can excuse anything, but never a lack of passion and want. Unacceptable. We need to talk about Mane, lads. Maybe Benjamin instead of Bobby. Highline first half is insane at this point. Klopp at fault, right? So that's sort of tying in with, with where we're at at the moment. So... um. Mane, let let's take a minute and talk about Mane, lads, because he was very frustrating tonight. Very frustrating. He was going to ground with no contact a lot of the time, and the ref was th- as bad as the ref as you can see. I thought the Premier League were uh holding on to all the the bad refs, but Mister Felix Broich tonight was fucking terrible. But Mane. Is going down too easy he's not going down when he should go down when he's in the box to get a penalty he's going down when there's no contact and looking at, the looking ridiculous it, I just can't get into his mindset now if it's a long COVID I don't know if it's a, just a burnout I don't know but you know when we have him and Bobby not scored and we have a problem we can get away with one but when we've got two of them you're in trouble Is Mane's game, Grizz, I'm going to ask you this, is Mane's all-around game minus the goals worthy of him staying in the team at the moment?
4: No. It hasn't been for a while now. But, But it's Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, as Virgil calls him. And that's why you automatically think it's around the corner. This could be the game. Even I fell for it. Someone, you know these uh, these these um, lads on Twitter that do the the video edits, and someone done a brilliant one of Sadio Mane this afternoon. And I, I
0: read
4: and I retweeted and, and said, "Come on, let's see the real Sadio Mane." We haven't seen no. it, Keith. We haven't remotely seen it. This is why this is why Klopp has to take the blame because we can predict teams and talk about. Opinions on teams And it don't matter We can sort of Slide our way out of it You know You know And say oh I thought it was okay And it doesn't matter In the long run Because who gives a shit About our opinions And our 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 perceived lineups But when the coach And and, you know He's Rightly lauded As as one of the best coaches In world football Makes such errors Like he has This this season Then he has to rightly Get asked questions As well Um, Bobby was We discussed it, didn't we, on the Fatback 4 on Sunday, that Bobby looked good against Arsenal. And you think to yourself, that two-week, three-week break he's had, he's looking good. And then we started discussing for Madrid. And there was was a couple of... The two options that stood out to us a lot was either go hung-ho all four. You know, play Bobby and 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 play the three. Right. Let's attack Madrid. Let's just try to startle them and surprise them. And maybe the press would have helped better that way. I don't know. Hindsight again. Or the second option was to drop Mane and play uh, Jota. Neither yeah. of that happened. Um, he went for sort of the the, the, the three that he played against Atalanta. Again, world of a difference between Atalanta's uh, pedigree in Europe and Madrid's. Just just they, just, they were just too smart, too clever. All around the pitch, yeah. I'm afraid.
2: They were, they were. It was it was a it was a bad day, a bad day. Joe M puts in a super chat. Thanks, Joe. So our centre back excuse for the year no longer stands. Look, you can use the excuse if you want. It it's a valid excuse, in my opinion, when you're you're down to the, the bones and you're playing them. But tonight Madrid had had their two centre backs out as well. So you know they they, they went in. Grizz touched on it. It's a higher standard of, of replacements coming in. Nacho and and right uh, hasn't played that much for them, but he he's an experienced enough centre back, he just hasn't really settled there. You know, if you the excuse is the excuse. It's we, we didn't go into the season with Nat Phillips in mind to be playing serious minutes. Why we are where we are, you know what I mean. We we have to we have to defend as a team better, knowing that we're limited at centre back, and that's going to move us on now to the second goal. And Avi, I'm gonna to come to you with the second goal now. Uh three or four minutes later, five minutes later, is it? Um Madrid are in again, and this time it's the you know, it's a familiar Sort of thing that's uh, I thought we'd might have stamped out. It's the mistake. It's the gift of a goal for most to them. It's Trent. What's he playing at?
3: I don't know. He tried a cute pass to maybe Phillips, um, but he judged he, ju- he judged it completely wrong. He plays it into you know the feet of Asensio, who just. Sort of lobs it over Alisson. I know Allison got a touch it, but he was never he was never going to stop that. Mm. It was, um, and you know, there's obviously been there's been a debate for the last two three weeks over you know um, Trent's, you know, because he's been missing for England. That you know, you know, and why has he been missing? Because when he's England's best right back, well, stuff. It's, it's it's mistakes like that. It's mistakes like that which come back to haunt us as fans. Because I'm Trent's biggest fan at right back. You know, and it was. A moment of lapsing concentration he didn't know where his surroundings were and he just heads it back instead of going back into the ball he uh heads it to the side and after that it was all game over wasn't it once he scored yeah it, it, i suppose in some ways it, it it didn't really change too much if you can get a
2: goal back you you get the away goal but The killer blow was we weren't playing like a team that looked like we were going to get a goal, and that that was really the problem. Um, I didn't think we'd be talking tonight about saying how Gary Southgate was right, but it turns out he was, and Gary Neville and everyone else, and Trent just can't defend. I say that in jest. Obviously, uh, we were waxing lyrical about him against Arsenal, but he just had a bad, bad game tonight. But he wasn't the only one, in fairness to him. But
4: what's going to happen now now with this whole hoo-ha with Trent it's his 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 performances are going to be judged yep. with, by extremes now. There's no in between now. Yeah. So.
1: You can see <coughs> Liverpool
4: fans talking about him as he's the most perfect fullback, which he yep. isn't. And then when he has a game like that, you'll get people saying, oh, he's the worst, which he isn't. Yep. He had a shocking game. Not, yeah. not only on the ball in terms of um, uh, sort of all the mistakes that he made, but mentally they rattled him. They had him triggered every time, lads. Yep. Every trick in the book worked on him. And it was yeah. so frustrating to see because it's his third campaign, right? In the Champions League now? Or is it fourth campaign? Third fourth. or fourth no. campaign? This yeah. is
2: fourth because he was in two finals and then we didn't get to the final last year. So this so, is fourth, so, fourth, yeah.
4: so his fourth campaign. So, you know, you expect him to, to know that teams like Real Madrid will play every dirty trick in the book. And he's got to be wary of it. He's got to be sharper. You know, he was getting ag- aggravated, agitated. By every sort of trick they were pulling off, uh, it it wasn't pleasant viewing watching Trent today. No.
3: Did, was is that maybe because he hasn't got Henderson in front of him, who defends his position when he goes forward, and then obviously not having a Van Dyke or a Gomez next him. Gomez not so much, but a Van Dyke. That lack of experience, that know-how. Of course it is. In
4: the- yeah, of, so- of course it is, but the, you know he, he can't be sort of his, he can't have his hand held every time now. Every time he has a bad game, we we say because it's not Henderson and and VVD next to him. He's a world class player in his own right now. Um, Yeah, you know you could say that he is one of the senior players. Well, he is one of the senior players in that back four or in that team even. So, you know, I'm not gonna make excuse for him. I'm sorry.
2: Nah, nah. He's you know, like I said, we we wax lyrical about him when he's doing the good things. But look, he didn't do the good things tonight, unfortunately. Now, um. One, pro- one thing about it I will say have you touched on something there not having Henderson in front of him and the and mm. experience goes beside him Fabinho I thought was absolute poison tonight as well now Fabinho was excellent against Arsenal in that number six position I'm not going to sit here and lash Nabi Keita and lash Gini Wijnaldum and say oh but Fabinho was okay Fabinho was as bad as anyone in that first half and maybe, you know, what I said on Sunday was eh, Fabinho in there allowed Trent and Robo to play their natural game because he was covering and he was he was plugging the gaps. He didn't do any of that tonight. But the midfield, that that hoyt has a comment up there, um Super chat, thanks very much. Midfield is going to be a problem next time. Tiago Fabinho, and who else? We'll come on to that in a while. Uh, Darius, thanks for the chat. We'll come on to that when we're, when we're finished going through the game. Um, and Jonathan has a super chat, thanks, Jonathan. Nabby is 26, potentially his best years are ahead of him, but we're desperate for goals from midfield and we're too reliant on our forwards. What do we do with Nabby? Well, funnily enough, we're coming up to Nabby's big moment in the game here, he gets hooked. He gets hooked on yeah. 42 minutes. It's <laughs> a <This is> big moment. <laughs> I like that, Keith. Yeah, yeah, no, I 42 minutes now. I haven't seen, I haven't read that, I was setting up for the show tonight. I haven't seen any interviews. Was he injured? What's the story with Naby? Yeah, What's the word? It's
3: a tactical change. Tactical
4: change. Have you have first dibs on Naby? Because no. he, 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 he championed his uh, selection.
3: You're cocky. You can say it's champion. What I didn't understand was, look, Naby got seven, eight minutes against Wolves. Yeah. He didn't get any minutes against Arsenal. Okay. I put it out there that I wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me if Klopp saving him for Madrid. And look, mm. he played him against Madrid. Was it the right decision? Obviously in hindsight, no. Was it right to hook him off on the 42nd minute? I don't agree with that either. I think no. Klopp's culpable of that. You don't do that. With three minutes to go to halftime, yeah. you can wait, go to halftime. All right. They might've got a third. They got a third anyway in the second half. Go into second half and just say, look, Naby, You're coming off for Tiago, right? It wasn't working. To bring him off, that's a signal. That's 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 a massive signal. That's a signal to say, I'm singling you out. I'm singling you out because you weren't good enough there. You didn't do anything that I've told you to. You didn't follow the instructions that I've been telling you to. And we were led to believe that he's been sensational in training. So it's it's a it's a tough one. It's a tough call because today that would have done. I don't think that does Klopp any favors bringing him off on the forty second minute. And I yeah. don't you obviously know that doesn't do Naby any favors either. Yeah, way to kill a, a person's confidence, you know. And he's he's had no confidence. He's had no time or rhythm to build up because he didn't play play him against Arsenal. He didn't play him against Wolves. He brought him on for seven minutes against Wolves, and that well, game because of the. I, inter-
4: sorry, sorry. I Can actually I, you- I absolutely agree with what you said. That it doesn't look good on Klopp at all that decision, no. and obviously it kills Naby's confidence, of which he didn't have much anyway, right? Through the lack of fitness, through the lack of performances in a red shirt. But I can I can see I can see Klopp's point of view in terms of he saved you for this game to give it everything you've got. Until you can't play no more, or get injured, as the case yeah. sometimes is, right? And as uh, I agree with the timing of it, is it's not like Klopp, and I don't know what's happening there. I don't, I can't, I, can't, I don't know what Klopp was getting, was, was going through his head. But I, just as a fan sitting at home, I don't know you have, you don't know, I mean you, Keith. I was going mad at Naby. Yes, I agree with you. I was getting mad at Fabinho and Jota. Let's, you know, we'll talk about Jota and Mane were atrocious. Two worst players on the pitch, right? Salah was much better later. Salah's Salah's energy was better than theirs. He wasn't much better. He gets the goal and his energy was better, in my opinion. But Klopp picks you and saves you. It seems as, like you said, Avi, in the mind, with a mindset that he's going to pick his most energetic, best pressers of the ball. None of them done that. Not only that, I'm sure there must have been some instruction in those team tactics for Nabi to be on Cruz when he's don't let him have get the head up and ping passes left, right, and center, which he was doing. And it was frustrating the shit out of me. So I can only imagine what it was doing for Klopp when he was visibly there and he had the um the power to bring him off. I totally agree with you. The timing was awful. I thought if he was going to do it, do it after 20 minutes.
2: Yeah.
4: I'm not even joking. Lads. I agree. I
2: agree with you, Chris. If you're going to
4: do it, if you see it, that it's fucking not even remotely working, 20, 20, 30 minutes. You know the old Jose Mourinho, what he used to do? All right. So change it then or leave it till half time. Yeah. couple of minutes half time indicates Klopp's mind went there. Yeah. He lost it there.
2: Owen Bork puts in a comment there that the dribble Naby did was the best thing that happened in the first half. And you know what, Owen? I, I, I sort of agree with you in that sense. He, he done a dribble. It was the only sort of attacking thing we tried. And it Peter out and came to nothing, let's be honest. But raises is right. He didn't do what he was in the team for. Now, I think Genie was worse on the eye for me than what Naby was. The problem was Genie was making mistakes. Nabby wasn't doing anything except for that dribble. Naby done fuck all in the game. Do you know what I mean? And and Grizz is right there. If you're in that team, the three of us here, I would say, we were happy enough to see Naby maybe in the team if he's going to press from, you know, put pressure on Cruz, put pressure on Modric, and win the ball off them in dangerous positions. He was absolutely a ghost in that game. He'd done nothing. And it's so frustrating. To whip him at 42 is... It's, yeah, I'd I'd agree with you, Grizz. They were on 20 because he's not doing what you want from 20, from 30. But to do it on 42 was a bit of a mad one. In my opinion, it was a bit of a strange one. But he does it. And before we move, no, we'll we'll come back to Naby at the end. We'll come back to Naby at the end. I want to move on with the game. We get to halftime at 2-0 down. We're absolutely stinking the place out. It's one of the worst performances I've seen by Liverpool on the club. And there's been a few of them. Been a few of them recently. This was terrible. Second half starts. We look a bit sharper. You know, not much, but we look a bit sharper. Um, We come out of blocks a bit. You know, there's a bit of intensity. Gene, he gets on the ball early, drives at it. Um... Jota looks to try and make a few things happen, scutters a little shot then, and it falls to Mo Salah, and Salah pops one in. Grizz, what were you thinking at that stage?
4: I was thinking, uh, I was thinking we've shown some spirit, character, fight, energy, everything that we should have shown from the first minute. That's what I was thinking. It kind of made me more angry, even though we scored and got back into it. No, but you know what I mean? I got more angry. I mean, you know, there was no fist pumping from me or celebrating. I was like, you you bunch of wankers. You should have started yeah. off like this. Cowards. why did you why did you not start off like this? You know? Um so yeah, you 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 like to think that you get back into the game and two and one even if we had taken two one back to Anfield, game on, you know, a one 0 victory, you know, does you even at 2-1, Keith, I, I just don't think our heads and Jürgen Klopp's heads were right. We're going for the second goal there, you know, and we're, we've had a couple of warnings that, where they've counted us. And, you know, from a corner, sort of, they have a three and one against us. So, it's just a bad, bad day all around, Keith, from, from the team and Klopp.
2: We do get on top of them and we get the goal and we're on top. And Madrid look shaky, Avi. They look like they're on the ropes a bit. But as Grizz touched on there, we just let them straight back into it. We we opened ourselves up too much. At two one away to Real Madrid in the Champions League, we seemed a bit too gung ho, and then we were we were open to counter attacks. Grizz touched someone there. The, the corner comes in. Um, Courtois catches it. Is that the one? Chris throws it out. They go yeah. up, and Trent yeah. makes an Trent interception makes block, at the. Yeah. You know. Alarm bells all over the place there, Avi. Did you think we, we handled that second half well, or was it just that was a little flash in the pan from us and Madrid weather, that's, that early storm?
3: There was a moment where I thought as soon as Job he dropped back 15 yards to collect the ball, and then he started driving a little bit towards um, Nacho and um, Militao. And I thought, do more of that because you will get them to make mistakes. You will bring Militao out you know, to come for the ball. He did it like twice, one which led to the goal when he had that scuffed shot and then Salah scores, but he wasn't doing that enough. Like, get the ball, go get deep, come come from behind and just get the ball and run with it because you don't... The last thing a defender wants, especially the amount of games that Milita, I think this was Militao's ninth game in yeah. in all competitions this season and Nacho Fernandez has been in and out of the team as well. The last thing they want is a pacey player like a jota who's got quick feet who can go left or right coming at them straight up he did that two three times and then we stopped we went back into our shell they could have they could have bagged four or five today keith um that chance yeah from the corner when courtois catches it and releases yeah. it straight away like where are out where are our players like we've got trent tracking back you know and luckily he got that block it, it was reminiscent of barcelona versus um liverpool at the new camp when they yeah. went free, and then we had obviously Robertson like chasing back, and you know, luckily Dembele discussed his shot. It was it was the same situation today. A better pass than that, and we're going down three one before they scored the actual third.
2: And they do get the third. And this one, this one's a bit. I'm interested what the chat think of the third goal. Um, Chris, we're in a WhatsApp group, and there was some split opinions on whether. Allison was maybe at fault or not on that goal. Where do you stand on it? And the goal in general, what
4: did you make of it? Training ground stuff, amateur stuff. Um you know, we we're, we're told that we we we've got a throwing coach. Um does the throwing coach work at defensive throw-ins or does, uh, he, or does he only work in attacking or, or when it's sort of just in attacking when we when we have a throw-in? Um, you know, it's a great question by Grizzly.
2: It is you know, as it always uh, is Grizz. They always
4: are you know, you got to ask yourself how easy did the opponents from getting a throw in, in the right hand side corner of our of our of our um penalty area suddenly have a couple of easy trans- transition the pass into Modric who um you know slides it in into into what's his name again. Vinicius,
1: Vinicius
4: Jr. Vinicius. Trent, watch what well, everyone watch the replay again. I have no idea what Trent is doing. Again, Trent is actually standing in the middle of the penalty area with one man to mark, which is Vinicius. He lets him just dri- he's standing still, he's not on his toes. You know, when you see a corner taken, uh, yeah. about to be taken, and you see defenders bouncing on their toes because they're alive and they're alert, they have to be alert. He's flat footed in his penalty area. And Vinicius just walks off him, walks off him literally. Hits a shot first time, and then Allison has an absolute clangor as well. There's there's no defending Allison as well. It wasn't through anyone's legs or anything, or it wasn't in the corner. he didn't take a deflection. You expect a top class keeper. If we see Pickford do that, or any, or Leno do that, we say, oh, what a crap keeper! That's yeah. a mistake." We've got to keep the same energy for our own legend. He's 100%. a legend again, again, another legend of ours. Absolute legend of ours. But that's a shocking hor- horror, shocking hor- horrific mistake again against Madrid. What is it with us and fucking keepers making mistakes <sighs> against Real Madrid?
2: Uh, no, 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 no. We won't go with It's not on that level, boy. No, we it's get not I, I agree hundred percent with your point. Gris. The you difference have have between the two energy. one and three. The difference
4: yeah. between two one and three one could be absolutely vital, Keith. It, it is, could a, is a huge error.
2: It is a huge error, and that's the thing. I think, um, and Avi, will come to you now in a sec. Um, they they walk through us, lads. They you know that's no the problem.
4: Entrance. That's the problem, Keith. They walked.
2: Yeah. And it wasn't just from, you know, it's not like this was a throw in to Vinicius and he hits it. This was there's a couple of bits of play there. They they just knock under any pressure. Fabinho, I don't think is great on Modric. Let's him sort. To-
1: Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.
2: Just walk away from him. He hits it in. The argument for Allison is that the the shot comes quickly and through Phillips's legs. But when have you when the, the the it's hitting the goalie like that? As Grizz says, if if Pickford's doing that, or even like someone like another keeper who gets a lot of criticism, Hugo Lloris, if Hugo Lloris is doing that, we're diving on that and saying that's terrible goalkeeping.
3: Yeah, the only thing you could maybe say don't play devil's advocate is maybe phillips is when he defends the shot he's probably like blocked his vision was blocked but you saved that because that wasn't going into the corner it was kind of straight at him and i don't know why goalkeepers have this notion to dive away from the ball when it comes at them and that's what he did and it went underneath him and you know that, that was a criminal mistake and it's not the first time we've seen this from ali as well whether that's to do with not having a set or defense in front of him not having a verge um or just a lapse of concentration. I think it's the latter, though. Yeah,
2: um, and so I'll oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Just
3: um, so, I just want to say that even when we scored, when we scored our goal, when Salah scores and the VAR, and it, they they let the goal you know stand. Yeah, that was a bit mad, wasn't it? We we never actually, and you don't expect this from a Liverpool team in Europe. We never actually took any control. We yeah. never thought. Wait a minute, guys. We've got one back now. Let's calm, patient. Let's reshape. Get ourselves together again and then let's see if we can, you know, muster up another chance. We didn't do that at all. We just went again and again, which is so unlike a clock team in Europe. Why did we like push straight away and we still left gaps behind? We just never had that. And you expect with the players of Thiago's ill because being there, done that, he did it last season. You know, Fabinho, Genie, in that midfield three, you thought if anyone was going to say it, they could have rallied the troops around and say, look, guys, we've got to go back. We're not playing the greatest. So let's just. Calm it for the next five, 10 minutes. Let's just keep passing it around and see where it takes us going into the 75th, 85th, 90th minute.
4: I'm going to give you two names for that. I'm going to give you two names who are probably the two most ridiculed legends of the club you find anywhere in world football. Like how, how these two legends for Liverpool Football Club are ridiculed is beyond me. And people, some some people who ridicule them need to have a look at themselves and, and give themselves a few slaps, because if I ever saw them, I'd slap them. Jordan Henderson and even James Milner. Mm. Those are the two players, more so Jordan Henderson, that knows when the game needs to be s- speeded up or slowed down, controlled, whatever. Even if he's not capable of doing it himself, lads, this is the crucial bit that people need to... You know, when they talk when they listen to me or anyone else talk about Henderson, this is the bit where they need to listen to as well. Even if he can't do it himself, he gets everyone else to do it around him. So even if he hasn't got the capability or the technical ability or the energy or whatever, (sighs) he gets everyone around him to do that and and brings the team together. And there was no one to do that today. Absolutely no one.
2: Great point, Grizz, because I think, and look, I'm, it sounds like I'm digging Genie and all the there again, but Genie wore the armband tonight and there was no leadership on the pitch by anybody, nobody took it. And Zaheib says we had no control of the game at any point via Super Chat. Thanks very much, Zaheib, for that. I butchered your name, I'm sure, but uh, I gave her a go, which is all I can do at this stage. Um, but he's right, we had no control and that plays into what you're saying there, Grizz, because Milner, for all his, his, his doubters and all, he does have that mindset of foot on the ball and let's try and see this out and let's try and do the, the smart things well. We've never had that. And Henderson, as you said there, you know, the players react to Henderson, whether he can do it or not. And it's an excellent point. Another excellent Grizz camp point. Whether he can do it or not, he gets the others to do it. It's like Roy Keane at Manchester United. You know, players improve because he's there you know and Henderson is the exact same players will put in that little bit better because he's there and we missed that we had no leadership whatsoever for the whole game um and Ramiz puts another silver chain. and it comes back to naivety showcased by Klopp and co and I'm gonna have a chat about Klopp now in a second but I couldn't agree more it was naive it was it was silly because we're two on down Right, we've got a goal back, we didn't really talk much about it. it was just a scuffy enough finish, they took a long time doing that bleeding VAR check, I didn't know what was going on with that, it was it clear onside, I don't know why they took so long to to give the goal but we've done nothing to, to get ourselves back into that and does that come down to the management and I'm going to blame Klopp but I'm also going to question Pep Linders because Jürgen Klopp has always said and he's made it clear that he, he loves collaborative effort from his coaches. So he loves to have, it's not all about Jürgen Klopp and that's not to dissolve Jürgen Klopp with the blame. But when things go right, he loves to give praise to his coaches and, and the people that are giving him ideas. Liverpool have been very soft and very um, devoid of any leadership and aggression. This season, I'd say, or even the the back end of last season, is Pep Linders doing enough? I know he's championed them that he he could be a future manager, but is he doing enough with Klopp? Is it all Klopp, or what do you think, Grizzle? Stay with you. What do you think? Is it a Klopp issue? This, or is it a a coaching
4: team, or what do you put it down to? You have to, you have to look at all aspects. Um, When it comes to tactical naivety not having the team in the right shape uh, physically and mentally. It's, yes, Klopp has the final, or you blame, Klopp is the ultimate person in charge, but you've got to look at all aspects. Game management, sometimes, and Jürgen Klopp, we've said it, his head hasn't been in the right place because we know the personal tragedies that he's gone through. Mm -hmm. Um, and and, and, And it can scramble your brain. You can scramble your thinking. And that's where you need a good number two. Um, you know, me and Carnage, I make loads of mistakes, but I've got the little man to back me up. You know, come and save there the day. You go. Uh, but he hasn't yet, and and so, <laughs> so 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 this is where Pep Linders needs to be interrogated, asked questions of. Like, is he forceful enough? Has he got enough of a say? Or or, or the other fella, say his name. Peter Kravitz. Kravitz. Peter Kravitz. You know, these guys, I know we've discussed Pep Linders, but Peter Kravitz as well. Are they strong enough characters to say, Jürgen, this is fucking up in a bad way. We don't remotely look like a Liverpool team here. We need to change this. We need to do something different. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong, we we'll allowed five subs, right, in Europe? Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: And I think if we did had done the Naby one at half time, it wouldn't, would have counted? We would have had still been able to make three in play subs.
4: Yeah, no, I think you can make three subs, in it? You can make five substitutes in three slots. Yeah. So again, scramble thinking. I could have easily named you five play- I could have named you fucking all the team to be subbed off, but I could have easily have named you five players that I would have happily hauled off or changed the tactic, do something because it's not working. Yeah. Um and we've funny enough, we had probably our strongest bench in, in ages. Yeah, so, th- so there was every opportunity. Jurgen Klopp made, uh, was, was, I think, totally scrambled there thinking. Yeah. And I don't think his backroom staff helped him in any way sort of make any decisions, positive or negative. Yeah. Kieran
2: makes a point that, uh, there's a case that Klopp Guardiola did tonight and I overthought it. Quite possibly, quite possibly. Um, just to, just, to Ooh, no, just another just another
3: note, just a quick one on that. Um we know Peter Kravit doesn't like the attention and he sits back with his iPad yeah. and his charts and his pages and whatnot, flicking over. But Pep Linders, ever since that Chelsea game last season at Anfield, this season, I don't know if you guys notice it because over here in the US we don't get the fan noise. We can watch it without just the coaches yeah. shouting and whatnot. He's taken a back seat, Pep Linders. He sits down more than more often than he stands up, and yeah. usually before then, last season, especially the first sort of twenty nine games prior to the Watford game. Prior, prior to COVID and whatnot, he was the most animated. He was at times mm. more animated than Klopp. Yeah. This season, he has taken a back seat. Whether that Chelsea game last season at Anfield, maybe words were said where Klopp said, look, you just need to take a, you know, you do get a bit animated, take a seat back. Or I don't know. But this season, it's 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 been very glaring in my eyes that I mean, it's, it's sort of, he sort of sits back and sort of looks at the game instead of like sort of jumping up and whatnot, as he usually does. Well, it's difficult. Previous, it's difficult.
4: It's difficult to assess because we only see when the camera pans to them. Yeah. So unless we're at the game, which we're not, we won't know. So that is something when I go to the game and I can't wait for next season, lads. Oh, mate, I'm knackered. Can you tell, like, my physical demeanor today, my tone of voice? I'm emotionally drained. And it's not tonight. Lads, it's not tonight. It's not tonight. Losing 3-1 to Maria Madrid in a quarter final of the Champions League is, is not the problem. It's not the issue. No. It's it's what we've done previously, and the damage is done, and we're in a state where we are on yeah. top of all the other things. It's, uh, uh,
2: yeah. yeah. Over to you, Keith. No, I'm just going to say, my man. So oh, hey, I didn't butcher it, perfect pronunciation. Yeah, you did. You was brilliant. Well, no, I no, butch- you said it. Br- no.
4: no, 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 you said it brilliant. I
2: gave it a go, you know. And, and no, got, it, I so
4: Thanks for that super chat. I, and, I didn't pull you up on it, so you know it was go- it's good.
2: That one, nice. Grizz, up, nice and, very true. Very true. I was expecting a text to say you made a balls of that. Mm-hmm. But however, lads, you know, with Griz Avi, sorry, Avi, Griz touched on something there that you know the three-one defeat to Real Madrid away in the quad final of the Champions League isn't the end of the world. But this season has been a bit of a shit show all round. We all know that. The Performance There's no getting away from the performance tonight and the lack of intensity and the lack of fight by that Liverpool team tonight. It's 3 1. We got an away goal. How confident are you going into the away leg at the home leg next week? That we can oh, turn it around. Bearing in the mind, mind that we bearing in mind that we came back from 3 0 down against Barcelona.
3: I'm, 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 gonna, it? I'm gonna give a diplomatic answer, and I'm not gonna give my usual sort of bull. Um if oh, we were
4: oh, your usual
3: BS. Sorry, my mom's watching, so BS. I won't say the full word. Um, Yeah, of course, of course. If we were going back to Anfield with a packed crowd, 52,000, 54,000, whatnot, I would be confident than ever, Keith, that we can turn this around 100%. We've turned it around against a messy Coutinho, Suarez team, you know? Mm. We can definitely turn it around against Madrid. Mm. You do feel that without any fans, Zidane will sort of again play this style where he will let us sort of press and he will let us sort of come come on to the ball. But whether we'll have enough, I don't know. He might get some bodies back as well for that second leg. If he gets Ramos back, I don't think he is back, but if he gets a Ramos back, you know the mind games yeah. that he will kind of play. You know, there's, there's no doubt about it. Over 90 minutes, he'll, he'll be the biggest crook of them all. But it's just one of those, in a full-packed crowd, an early goal would have set the tone. Unfortunately, it's going to have to be Klopp here. We talk about Linders and Kravitz, but it's going to be all on Klopp this second leg because he knows what went wrong early on in this first game. So going back to Anfield, he can correct a few things. Hopefully, we can pick up a couple of wins before that. Um, I know we've got Villa and whatnot, but... I can still see us doing it. Whether we can keep a clean sheet, that's the big worry for me now. Yeah, We can definitely score past him, but can we keep a clean sheet? If, it, if it's Kabak and... Phillips, who I thought Kabak, you know, I know you might come to around to your man of the match. I thought he was my man of the match. I thought he did well. Apart from the first half where he had one sort of pass, he sort of short-changed uh, Alisson. Yeah. I thought he'd done relatively well. But yeah, if we get an early goal at Anfield, then yeah, who knows. But I can't see us keeping uh, a clean sheet, I'm afraid, Keith. So it's got, it might have to be 3-1 extra time yeah. or something like that.
2: And Grizz, can you see a case where we're going to go back to Anfield? Abby makes a great point. You know, there's no crowd. If there's a crowd there, it's different. There's no crowd. Can we take them back there and get something from this game? We can't be worse than we were tonight. That's the thing I'd say.
4: I'm not sure about that either.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, we can't be worse. That <laughs> I'm was not a sure. bad Grizz. That was sure. a no fight, no heart, no nothing performance.
4: I'll remind you of sixty feats in a row at home to far worse opposition.
2: Yeah, and I would say to that. In a lot of them games, we played okay. I think Brighton sort of maybe were better than us. In a lot of them, we we were just, you know,
4: yeah.
2: we were bad tonight, no There was no fight. There was nothing. It's we bad. Were,
4: the first we half were.
2: is the worst I've seen in a in a long time. Including yeah, yeah,
4: and all and that. Yeah, no, but but you, uh, you got to take into the quality of the opposition in consideration. The quality you're not going to get a better three, more experienced three in midfield in world football for the last God knows how no, long.
2: Grizz, I agree there, but and I will say this, if you put them under pressure and you put them under intense pressure, you can get through them. Madrid aren't the team they were three years ago. You know what I mean? They are an aging team that can be got right, at. We didn't go. We did lay a glove on them. We let them three dictate that game hmm. and didn't bother it's pressing gonna,
4: them. It's going to hurt a lot of Louisville fans, but neither are we. We're not the same yeah. Liverpool team from last season. To to we're implement great, to, to implement that game plan, to implement that energy, that tactics, minus the Anfield crowd,
3: we're not doing it. The only one thing I was before I buy it, Sorry, the only one thing I'll that that the European campaigns under Klopp has taught me that he does sort of learn from that mistake. Maybe in the, even in the league as well. The last two years, especially, but especially in Europe, he does learn his mistake. Last season against Athletic yeah. Madrid.
0: They were our team sponsor.
1: Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: Well,
3: Adrian's pass and then obviously Lorente and whatnot. One, I agree. So he does learn from this mistake. Is it one step too far? We'll only find out on the 14th of April, guys.
4: No, yeah. I agree. absolutely agree. Uh, that's a very good point you make because... The second leg of against Atletico Madrid was one of the most brilliant performances I can remember. Yeah. Without the end reward, I thought we were superb, we were absolutely superb. Yeah. But the crowd was superb that game as well, yeah. lads. The you crowd. They gave
2: for to have no crowd. You
4: just, you. you just can't. That crowd was amazing that game, and it was. You're right. We were a adrenal mistake away from one of the best results, and I'm telling you because that Atletico Madrid were fucking one mean machine yeah you know at the peak of their defensive powers around that time they've dipped a bit now, but at that time, look we you know as everyone keeps reminding me, we've come back from worse situations, but you know this is um this is i think in my opinion it's it's one 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 tall order too much,
2: yeah. Ryan Kavanagh says, has Arnold's performance been mentioned? Surely we're pointing the finger at Arnold before Pep. Lind-. Oh, yeah. Ryan, um, we've we've pretty much gone through the team and, and lashed them all. Trent has come in for criticism. We don't, we're not making, we're not trying to throw Pep Linder's under the bus here and excuse Trent Arnold. Um, not at all. We, we criticise sort of everybody. I want to have a, a little chat, lads, about Naby Keita before we finish up because where do we see his Liverpool career going? I for one, right, I support anyone that will play for Liverpool. Okay, I, I just think they're playing for Liverpool. They're doing good. I've been a Naby supporter since he's come. I've seen him at Leipzig. I was expecting one thing. I haven't got it. Griz, what's going to happen with Naby Keita? In your opinion, after tonight?
4: it's difficult to say. Um, you often talk about Klopp's loyalty, and it and it actually winds me up when you talk about his. Loyalty because you say it in a positive way and I look at it in a negative way. And, you know, there's a balance in between. Um, So my personal opinion, my personal opinion is I would try to get as much money as I can for him while he's still at an age where we can get a a hefty fee for him. I'm pretty sure we probably get more money for him than an ox or a shack. In my opinion, in my opinion, he's still got sort of a big name in 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 Germany. PSG made an inquiry for him last last summer as well. Was rebuffed. Every inquiry for him has been rebuffed, which indicates Klopp is loyal to him and trusts him, mm-hmm. and still thinks there's a future in him where he can have a significant say in this Liverpool team. I don't give a shit what stat you throw at me whatever letter of the alphabet that you add on top of that stat to make it sound that Naby has had good games or has been a success at Liverpool when he's played. I I don't see it. My eyes, and I trust my eyes, I'm still... My eyes are one of the the attributes that still work amazingly uh, for me. And my eyes tell me that he's not been a success at Liverpool and I can't see it in the foreseeable future. That's my opinion. Yeah, he's
2: he's not really had a defining moment. Even Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, whose Liverpool career has been curtailed for for injury in the Champions League run in in um, twenty eighteen. Was it eighteen nine? No, seventeen, eighteen. Oxlade Chamberlain had immersed himself in the team was, was a key component of different important goals. Shakiri can point at you know uh, two goals against Man United, um, as a bit of a life for him. Divock has a leading list of the final moments, Abby, but, but Nabby, it, it's it's not happened, it, it's he, he hasn't done anything. Grizz is right, the eye test, he hasn't passed it, he's a stack king apparently, but the eye test, he just hasn't passed, he hasn't done anything. <sighs>
3: These are players player that Klopp courted at Liverpool for two years, right? Mm. We went all guns blazing to Ralph Rangnick and got this deal done in early 2017 for the next following season. By that time, we had evolved as a team too, right? After that Kiev final, we had evolved. We had brought in a Fabinho. Our change of approach to games had changed. It was no longer the gang in pressing. It was more not pragmatic as such, but solid at the back, get the result and keep the clean sheets and just, you know, be... Precise. Naby's only game that I can recall where he played brilliant was Leicester. But um, the, when we came back from the World Club Championship, that four 0 when Trent absolutely just like blitzed the place up. That's the only game that I can recall Naby having a really good game. A few bits and pieces here in the against Porto in the quarters, Bayern Munich in the nil nil Anfield. But I think oh, now
2: team performances,
3: boy, well, not they Now it's one of those if you do get. I think he has still got a ceiling in Europe, especially in Germany, the Italian league, maybe when it's, where it's less strenuous. If you can get somewhere along, I I think we can still get 30 million for him. I know Grizz is saying 20 million. I still think he can command a fee of 30 million. Unfortunately, I would probably take that now and look at replacements. You know, there's players, Basuma, who's at Brighton, who'd be a great, great replacement, not for Navi, but a great player in general, even if Genie decides to leave. But, yeah, I think it could be Cairns. I think today today was a big call from Klopp hooking him off at the 42nd minute. Yeah,
2: I think it was telling Graves, wasn't he? You know, he's 42 minutes and you're taking him off. But I, the I, thing, I think their loyalty might be running a bit low at that stage. Th-
4: yeah, but you just never know with Klopp. This could yeah. be the thing that tips him in the other favour, uh, in, in Naby's favour, in terms of. Looks for look, a reaction. I, I shouldn't have done that. Or maybe looks for a reaction and says, you know what, I'm, I'm. I'm more than ever you know sort of um, stubborn I could uh, you could use the word stubborn that I'm going to give you another chance and you're going to sort of prove me wrong you know he's, he's he's liable to do something like that as well Jürgen Klopp you just never know with him yeah Nabi has never been bad he's always been injured got to go now well this is the thing Rajiv makes a point about he's never been bad look he's he has he but
3: has been bad what- you know Chris, yes, when a player comes, uh, it had never been bad, but you want to see a player at 56 million, what we paid for, and we waited a year, you want to see something sensational from him. Name me a sensational moment over a course of 90 minutes. He took, you, that, he, he took that Gerard number, number eight, right? And unfortunately, it's not worked out. We all wanted to work for Naby. We all like his personality, when, especially when we were celebrating the title last season. Everyone was saying, Naby lad, Naby lad. You know, we've seen those little video clips of him. We want it to work, but unfortunately, it hasn't. Um, and fifty-six million, you want something special, you know. You want something special from a midfielder. You don't sometimes, want...
4: sometimes you have to. Sometimes you accept that we're not saying Nabi's a bad player. I know yeah. oh, what a what a flop in terms of ability-wise. Sort of, you know, going, you know, sort of saying that fifty-six minute, he's not worth fifty-six million at the time. That he's a poor player. Sometimes we have to accept, and sometimes players and coaches accept themselves that um, certain players. Um, don't make it at certain clubs. It yeah. happens. He may go on to, let's say, get bought by Dortmund. I'm just giving you an example. And may go on to have a very good career at Borussia Dortmund. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things. Yeah. I think it's caught our ties, to be honest with you, lads.
2: As Ashley says there, Nabi just isn't built for the Premier League. I think he do great in Germany or France. It's a loss in the books, though. It's true. Um, oh, here's an interesting one. Georgie Wanfo El Elth- Leicester fan. Sardin Leicester. But seeing links today with catered to Leicester, they have a few bob, haven't they? That might be one more. But,
3: but ninety-nine percent of Liverpool fans tonight never expected Naby Keita to start tonight. We didn't expect that, especially when he wasn't. He didn't play any any part of the Arsenal game. So. It does make you. Th- it does make you question Klopp. Like, why would he want to play him against Madrid in a quarterfinal? Why didn't he go with his tried and trusted? Why didn't he go with Thiago, a player who was pivotal in Bayern Munich's success last season, not just in the Champions League but in the league success in the domestic cup success as well? Why did he leave him out in a quarterfinal? That's what's baffling. <laughs> it's not so much Naby tonight. It's it's so much like, why did he change it last minute? Like, wh- not last minute even. Why did he change it at all that midfield when we just demolished Arsenal? We just played. Arsenal awesome. off the park literally, and I know it's not. You know, there's a big difference between Arsenal and Real Madrid, but
4: why didn't he stick with it? But not even you know? that. But not even that. You leave out the player you talked about, Naby. You leave out the one player that you brought for for games yeah. and nights like this. You, you know, Tiago wasn't bought, in my opinion, to 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 play against Sheffield United away or Wolves away. In my opinion, I think he was bought to play players on the same technical level as him on players on the same sharp intelligence levels as him and give us that edge or be on a, be on a par with players of that ilk. We weren't, we just weren't, they were too clever and sharp for us. You know, we thought we had the legs on them, but it just shows you that the game up here is far more important than, you know, than some of the physical attributes you may have, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Very true. You know, it's, it's, it's just a, it's, it's one that's looking more and more, in my opinion, destined to be put down as a big blade failure, a big red flag. And as I said, I never want the player to fail at Liverpool. I'm not one of these that, that cheers against their players. I, I'll support Navi till the very end. But, you know, it, it's looking like that end is coming sooner than we may be expecting. Who knows? But look, before we wrap it up, lads, I just want to, you know, give a bit of credit to Real Madrid as well. We can go on and be sore losers, this, that. They were very good tonight. We let them be very good. But similar to us for Arsenal, know you still have to perform. And Real Madrid, we're lucky to get away with a 3-1 there, lads, in fairness. Real will probably fail. They probably should have had four or five. They were very good. But the toy isn't over yet. So, Grizz, something inspirational for the, the listeners before we finish up. <laughs>
4: um. I wish the listeners and viewers could inspire me to something, uh, to say something today. I, I, I'm a bit down today, but, um, but yeah, it's 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 not over, is it? No. You know, you know, we've we've seen crazier games in Europe over the years. A 2 0 victory at Anfield is not beyond a Liverpool team. I don't even think it's beyond this Liverpool team. But it's going to be an up- upward struggle. We have to play again. Like against Atletico, the perfect game. We have to play the perfect game. Uh, And if we do, there's, uh, you know, there's a chance that we can get through. Um, But if we don't, we concede, and I can't see us scoring three personally. I thought, you know, shout out to Militao. I thought he was superb. I thought he was man of the match. No, I beg your pardon. I thought Cruz was man of the match. Um, But, but, you know, Militao showed us why we were interested in when they, yeah. you know, re- rebuffed it. But it is what it is. We go again, Anfield, under the lights without the crowd. <laughs> so yeah, we've got we've got a chance. Get that the first goal is crucial. We get that first goal, and then it's game one, and then and then we see how much we can raise it and affect their mentality.
2: Indeed, and Avi, give me something inspirational for the listeners before we go
3: yeah look we've been in this situation before, and if anything that I've learned from our success, even dating back from two thousand and one is we've never done it the easy way right we've never done it the easy way, so this could be the game where it has to be a like Grizz said it has to be picture perfect near perfect performance to get the early goal, and from there, the adrenaline, the momentum if it shifts our way then you know, we'll we'll win, hopefully, and keep the clean sheet. Even if we win, like, it's just just that scoreline, it's a little bit dodgy. And with Vinicius, you do feel that he'll fancy his chances against against, uh, a Trent, you know, and I thought he was superb. He, you know, a lot of clubs have looked at him because he hasn't settled at Madrid, but today was his finest performance yet, I thought. Brilliant all-round, great 90 minutes from him.
2: Indeed, indeed. And look, lads, just to echo what the boys have said, we can still do it. We can, we can get this. Um, it's not over. Liverpool have a bit of fight in them. And I think sometimes the, the wounded animal is is always the best position to be in. You'd nearly rather be going in where the toy isn't dead and buried rather than maybe holding a 1-0 lead. So, look, it's all to play for. Um, Lads, we'll wrap it up there. It's been a long show, it's been emotional. We've had to talk for an hour and 15 minutes about that absolute garbage. We've had to watch, <laughs> but no,
4: we've done all right. We've done all right.
2: We've done, right. done all right. I just want to thank you for coming on, lads, and and um, thank everyone for tuning in and listening and all the support and all the super chats and all tonight. We appreciate it all. We appreciate all the support that we get on everything you know on, on the channel. Um, anyone that hasn't subscribed, uh, hasn't checked out the website. It's up and running now. It's excellent. LfcdT.com. There's uh, all the shows are in there. The link to the Discord is in there. There's there's um a chance to put opinion pieces up in the blogs in there, and that's flowing. There's a lot of stuff going in. and um, I'd encourage everyone to go on and have a look and, and see if there's anything they like. Um the it's all happening. I don't know what's happening for the rest of the week, but I'm sure there's have you a this week, Riz? Or What's the story?
4: Yeah, yeah, we we we'll have we'll have a carnage set up by Thursday.
2: Yeah, so I'm sure Jamie will be on tomorrow. Grizz will be on on Thursday. Chris will be on Friday. A packed week as always with the day trippers at the moment. Um, but look, we'll be back as soon as soon as we can. Hopefully a bit more upbeat tomorrow. Um,
4: yeah, yeah. No carnage. will liven it up. We'll liven it up. We'll get Avi to do some singing or something. Avi, um, can you play the tin whistle? No, not that's, really,
3: not, that's not... Not really, no. we
2: <laughs> will teach you. You can start playing the tin whistle. That's what we do when we're feeling down. Um, exactly. But look, we've been the day trippers. This has been the red reaction. I'm going to see you all again soon.
0: So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know, being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen... Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try this stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Time
1: to fire up the grill.
0: Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers.
1: Ooh, I love their beer cooler.
0: <laughs> you love their prices even more.
1: Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.